Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast, which we are recording on Wednesday, April 27th, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we are recording on location again. So if you hear <laughs> interesting bird sounds, they are literally right outside the window. We are parked near the Santa Cruz Archery Range, up on the hill, kind of overlooking the ocean a bit. So we Any- were attempting to record at my house today, <laughs> but thanks to the neighbor's tree work and very loud chippers, <laughs> I pulled we're up here today. <laughs> I pulled up and said to Charlene, I hope they aren't planning on continuing to use that tree chipper across the street. And sure enough, they had just been on a lunch break. And as soon as we sat down to record, the chipper went on very loudly. So, yeah, so here we are. We're on location. So what are you wearing today? I am wearing an oldie but a goodie. I knit this sweater back in, well, I started it back in September of 2009. Yeah. Finished it right. in February of 2010. I don't know why. I, I do kind of remember that it sat. I'm suspecting that I probably finished it and didn't put the buttons, buttons on for yeah. a long time. <laughs> so this sweater is the favorite cardigan by Wendy Bernard. It is in her book custom knits it was the first custom knits book and i still absolutely love that book i still really love this sweater the interesting thing about this sweater is in the photograph for the book if i recall correctly the photographer or the stylist someone had pulled the sweater down around the model's shoulders flash dance style so it looked like it could be an off-the-shoulder sweater and i remember reading wendy's comments somewhere saying that the sweater was never intended to be an off the sweater off the shoulder sweater and it was a little disappointing to her that it was portrayed that way because there were a lot of folks that ended up not knitting it because they thought that was the styling or that was the way the sweater was designed when in case it is not and mine is now sitting firmly on my shoulders (laughs) Um, and I knit mine in Dreaming Color Classy which was a really it was a good choice of yarn it's lasted well yeah it doesn't doesn't look pilly not at all so very happy with it I still like this sweater I knit the same sweater in a different yarn and mine did fall off of my shoulders and looking at yours I'm wondering because that was one of my first few sweaters that Mm -hmm. I knit I wonder if I maybe knit too big of a size because it's kind of a boat neck style with Mm -hmm. a lot of ribbing around the neck so if I had knit too big of a size it would have resulted in that that could be kind of off the shoulder So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I am wearing my Puck Shawl, which is a pattern by Boo Knits that I knit for the Colors of Fall Knit Along, I think it was 2014. I yeah. haven't seen you wear that one in a long time, it's, and it's really cute. It's really pretty. It was one of those unique color combinations that I saw in the lookbook from Pantone's Colors mm-hmm. of Fall that year. And it's the light gray that was called aluminum, the pretty purple that was called amethyst orchid or orchid i think it was just orchid it was the Mm. year of orchid i think and the dark blue which i don't remember the pantone name for it but it's a striped shawl and the yarn is really decadent it's a 50 50 merino silk blend all three of the colors are and it's so soft and 
I had a crazy morning. Mike and I went to the gym and then came home and worked, 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 worked until it was time to go and record some. Also, in my sweatpants and my <laughs> gym gear. So I'm sure I look very fashionable for some reason. <laughs> I had to explain that in case you were wondering why I showed up looking kind of slovenly. No, today. I didn't think. I just thought warmth. <laughs> yeah, it's been a strangely cold blustery week in santa cruz and we even got some rain today which was really very nice yeah it's been windy more than anything else yeah strangely very, windy, very windy. Yeah. so this is my puck shawl by boonits which i love and the gray kind of goes really well with the gray of my sweatpants which is why i did up around my neck what have you been stocking since the last time we recorded because it's been we were just saying that although it's been exactly two weeks which is normally the duration or distance between our recording times it feels like it's been a really really long time it for does us. feel like a long time and part of that is because we had our knockers retreat Yay! this past no week and a half ago yeah now a week and a half ago we had we went to our knockers retreat the knockers retreat gail and i help put this on along with barb and tracy from the two knit lit chicks and we have a few committee members that help as well. And at the retreat, I wanted to talk, well, I wanted to talk about what I'm stalking, something that I saw at the retreat. Yeah, we have our try it on night. So the what yes. are you wearing night. Yes, that what we are you wearing on night. Saturday? <laughs> and what happens is folks bring garments or accessories that they've knit that they want to show off and everybody gets a chance to either try them on or see it in person and add to your cues and that do. yes exactly <laughs> yeah the cue grew by yes. about a page yeah. after the retreat yeah and so one of the ones one of the sweaters that i saw is called the cancun boxy lace top it's a pattern by Erin kate archer and Suzanne, who is Seuss Kyer on Ravelry, had made this pattern. And it's very interesting because the original pattern, it's a free pattern on Ravelry. And it's not, how do I say, it? it's not a complicated pattern. It's basically two rectangles sewn together to form a top. And I should add that the original pattern is also cropped really tiny short sleeves doesn't look anything at all like suzanne's looked because oh, I didn't realize that. she made hers tunic length and then she added dolman sleeves so basically all she did was take the stitch patterns and make the garment fit her which is awesome and it Everything that she knits that I've seen is stunning and yeah, it looks so true. good on her. <laughs> that's true. And based on the pattern, original pattern pictures for this garment, I have to be honest, I probably would have never given it a second look because of the cropped short sleeve. It, it's just so different. And then when you look in the projects, you see many knitters have done exactly what Suzanne has done and they've changed it they've tunic tunicked it <laughs> tunicked it out tricked yeah it out. tricked it, it out, out added sleeves the most popular version of this top is actually a mashup of the cancun boxy top and the boxy sweater by hobie locatelli where the knitter and actually i think it might be two of the most 
popular projects. They, they've both done this. They've taken the lace patterns and added them to Hohe's boxy sweater oh. and made a lacy boxy, basically. And based on that, a lot of folks have added sleeves onto this Cancun top that are similar, that are made similarly to the way the boxy sleeves are done with the tiny little sleeve mm -hmm. coming down. And then Suzanne's had the dolman sleeve. So she actually added stitches and had the sleeve come right out from the side of the top. Very, very cute. Very, very cute. I really liked it. And strangely and coincidentally, right after the retreat, that pattern hit hot right now. On oh, Ravelry. it did? It did. And I thought, that is the weirdest thing because it wasn't a brand new pattern or anything. No. I think it was featured on Ravelry's homepage. You know how they have the featured designs and projects yeah. that they, I think that's oh. what happened. I don't remember whose version it was, but yeah. So if anyone's recognizing the name of that pattern, it was in hot right now for a short time and it was on the front of Ravelry for a short time. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. And let's see, the other thing that I really liked is that Suzanne knit hers in the Knit Picks Lindy chain, which is a yarn that I used last summer for the over the top top that I made. And I really liked working with it. For a linen yarn, I really liked working with it. I don't, it's the chain construction. Yeah, it makes it softer mm -hmm. to work with, I think. It's not stiff like a lot of linen yarns can be. So that was the first thing I was stocking. The second thing that I'm stocking, also a top that I saw at the Knockers Retreat, is the Breathing Space sweater by Vera Valamaki. Gail and I talked about this a couple episodes ago when we talked about the interpretations three collection and breathing space was one of the sweaters that was both of our favorites and mary who is m horv four on ravelry had a lovely version knit in purple and gray which i'm sure you realize are the colors that i would probably <laughs> want to knit mine in and hers looked so fantastic on her she actually finished it while we were at the retreat it looked fantastic on her. It fit her perfectly. And so many of us were just talking about color combinations we'd like to use and made me really want to cast on right away. Yep. <laughs> there were a lot of us, I think, who yeah. moved that up in our queue yeah. or added it to our queue yeah. during and after the retreat. Yeah, I think so. And Mary, everything she knits, I love too. Right. <laughs> I think I'm just going to start stocking their cues yes. and their projects yep. and that'll exactly. determine what I'm going to knit yeah. for the next several exactly. years. <laughs> so how about you? Are you stocking anything that you saw at the retreat? I am. We had the very great fortune of having all of the samples from a brand new knitting magazine at the retreat. And the magazine is stranded. It's a brand new magazine produced by three women, two of whom are our friends. That would be Erin, who is Erin B. on Ravelry, Monica, who is Kirby Mo on Ravelry, and the designer, Andy Satterland, who I've knit several of her designs and love her aesthetic. They have started this magazine, Stranded, and the first issue, which was their Warm Weather 2016 issue, came out the week of the retreat. So two and a half weeks ago or so. Yeah. And they have six beautiful patterns and they had all of them 
all of the samples of the patterns at the retreat. So we got to see them all in person, try them on, and I purchased the magazine the Monday after the retreat because I wanted it three, maybe four of the designs in the magazine. Oh, that works out great. Yeah, and it's $16. <laughs> it's electronic only, so it's a downloadable magazine, and it not only has patterns, it has some really fun articles, and there was even a tutorial on English paper piecing, which I had heard of, but didn't really know what it was. And now if I had a fabric stash, I already would have tried <laughs> to do this, but I don't really have a fabric stash, but it's basically hexagon templates that you can cut out and then you hand sew fabric over these hexagons to make this these hexagon shapes of fabric. And then you sew the hexagons together and it looked easy and it looked fun. And I can see myself making this giant hexagon piece of fabric and then not knowing what to do with it. <laughs> well, they had a little project bag put together. They did, which, which was nice. very cute. But yeah. then I would have to know how to construct the actual <laughs> yes. hexagon fabric yes, that I'd made. Would. <laughs> yeah, that would be the challenge for me. So there was the English paper piecing tutorial. There were a couple great articles, one by, it was an interview with Cerulea Rose. And then there was one by Lee Meredith, who is lethal, the designer. And super cute at the back each of the designers who had a pattern had this little feature of what movie or tv show they would watch or what book they would read or listen to while they were knitting this particular <laughs> design i thought that was pretty fun and the designs that i liked in particular the first favorite of mine is called the bottle cap and it's a shawl by aaron burnell and it's a two-color shawl body is stockinette and then the bottom is striped and texture stripped texture stitches that she knit in bright orange and bright yellow and it was beautiful. I really loved it in the magazine pictures and then seeing it in person just pushed me over the top. It's gorgeous. The textured stitch kind of looks like a flower mm -hmm. and it's just really really pretty. So I've already been stocking my stash to see what colors I want to use for that. It does take two skeins of fingering weight yarn. I think she used Tosh Merino light and I'm looking at my single ply stash right now for that. Very pretty shawl. And let's see, the next one were the Interchange Socks by Ariel Altaris. And these are cuffed down. They have a slip stitch heel flap and gusset decreases to form the heel. And there is a really pretty twisted stitch and cable design that gives you like a raised intersection type of motif on the sock. That's really pretty and I'm gonna slowly start to branch out and try some sock patterns. The Astrid socks are high on my list from Anne, Alpaca Anne, and then these ones look like they'd be fun to try also. And then I also liked the Rabbit Brush Cardigan, which is by Andy Satterland. It is not something that I would have automatically thought I'd want to knit, but when I tried it on at the retreat, I loved it. I was wearing like a tunic length tank top with yoga pants, and the sweater is cropped and it has kind of dolmanish sleeves, but then they fold up at the ends. And it's Andy Satterland style. It's like a top down, mostly knit in one piece structure. And it's very textured and it has a little patch pocket on it that you can you knit and sew on at the end. I don't think I'd do the pocket, it's cute, but I don't think I would do that. But I really liked the textured stitch and it's knit in Knit Picks Kotlin, which is a DK oh. weight Kotlin 
cotton, cotton linen blend. Mm -hmm. And I would want to knit it in something lighter. So I'm going to swatch with my Lindy chain and mm -hmm. see if there's, if that would work. Erin did warn me that linen yarn, the texture might get lost. It might mm -hmm. flatten out with the linen yarn, but I think in a lighter weight yarn, I would wear that a lot. It just looked really cute over it. And it, the way it, where it fell was kind of right under my bust line mm -hmm. and not at my natural waist. So not like a shrug necessarily, maybe a little longer than a shrug where a shrug would hit. I didn't but, realize it was so short. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize either. On the model, she's wearing like a fit and flare dress, I want to mm -hmm. say. Great pictures from the magazine, too, by the way. Fantastic. And the way it hit her, maybe she's taller than I am, or maybe, I, I don't know. But it just, I liked where it hit on me, mm -hmm. which I wouldn't normally think I would like that. No. So I was glad that they were there to have, to try on. And the other one that I loved was the Route 99 turban. It was a really cool hat by Lee Meredith. I couldn't wear it. It looked ridiculous on me. But it's so cool. You have to go check it out. It's a color work, but it's slip stitches. So you're never using more than one color at a time with really interesting construction. And a couple people tried it on with the design element in the front and looked really cool. And Nicole tried it with the tried it on with that on the side more. And she looked like a flapper from the 20s. It was really cute the way her yeah. hair kind of flipped out yeah. from underneath it. You'd have to have a certain look to rock the hat, but man, if you had the look, it would just be adorable. So check out the hat too. It's super cute. I think that one's called Route 99. So Stranded Magazine, I highly recommend you check it out. It's going to be fun to knit some of the patterns. I'll let you know when I knit them what I think, and we look forward to the next epi or episode, the next <laughs> issue, which will be coming out in a few months. Cool. So very cool. And what are you knitting? I see you're unknitting at the moment. I'm actually unknitting something right now, but what I'm knitting is my heartfelt cardigan by Vera Valamaki from Interpretations 3. I'm so Yay! excited. I've finally, yes, I finally picked this up again, and I'm so excited to be working down the body. I've so I had separated for the sleeves last time I talked about it. And I'm working down the body. I haven't measured. I don't know where exactly I am or how far, how much further I have to go, I should say. You don't but normally I'm, measure that and check yourself while you're working on things, do you? Well, I'll try it on. Since it's top down, I'll try it on. Yeah, but you're not one of those knitters who, like, has to check your progress and know how many inches you have left. No, yeah, I, I have think no so. clue. Yeah. I have no clue. All I know is that I'm probably to the point where I should try it on soon. Oh, so you're getting close so, then. Well, I don't think I'm that close, but I am nearing the end of Ball of Yarn 2. So that's kind of a, a significant milestone yeah. because I don't think it will take... The skeins are 400 yards, so it's not going to take the whole skein, the, th the whole third skein for sleeves. So I'll probably stop at the end of ball two, do my sleeves, and then we'll see how much yarn I have left to finish off the body. Possibly. And quite possibly. Remind so. me, are they three-quarter length sleeves or full length? I believe they're full length, but they'll be whatever I want them to be. Yeah, that's true. So... <laughs> Do you have an idea in mind of how long you want them to be? I'm probably going to do, I'm thinking like bracelet length, okay, which is not over the top of my wrists, 
and not as short as three-quarter sleeves, somewhere kind of in between. Okay. So we'll see. Because it's a light sweater, yeah. so it doesn't necessarily need long sleeves. Yeah. I was thinking when I do it, I want to probably do three-quarter length. Yeah. We'll see. I may go with three-quarter. We'll see. So that's that's really the only thing I've been working on lately. And you are unknitting what? Oh, I'm unknitting... As in frogging, completely in frogging. Completely frogging, yes. I've frogged most of it yesterday, and I just had a little piece of yarn or a little piece of fabric that I'm pulling apart right now. This was a project that I started for the colors of fall that just languished and languished, and I'm thinking that I should use this yarn for something else because it's too pretty just to sit there. It just languished, and I, I just didn't love it anymore. Yeah. So it's going. <laughs> and done. Yeah. So how about you? What are you knitting? In my hands right now is a pattern called the Block Island Gansey Hat, which is by Deborah Newton. It is a pattern that is free when you purchase the kit from North Light Fibers. And we'll be talking more about North Light Fibers in the next episode because I am using one of their yarns. It is their 100% merino called, the base is called Ocean Avenue. The color is called Rescue Orange. And these kits that you can purchase have the pattern and the skein of yarn, which part of the proceeds of this kit go to an organization called the Siemens Institute, no, Siemens Church Institute, SCI. And that institute raises money for people who work at sea and charity events and charity causes like hats and scarves and things like that, as well as Siemens rights. I was reading the literature the other day and it's a really great organization. We heard a lot about it at Stitches West when we stopped and talked to Sven at his booth and really nice man, really interesting story about Northlight Fibers and we look forward to sharing more of that in the next episode. But I'm really enjoying the yarn. Again, it's 100% merino and it's worsted weight. It's a very nice, I'm not going to say rustic because that implies that it's more rustic than it is. I would say it's a tiny bit more rustic maybe than Cascade 220, but I'm really enjoying knitting with it. It's really nice. The hat is going to be really warm. And the pattern, I'm going to grumble here a bit. I didn't read the pattern very carefully before I started it. And there's a four inch ribbed brim, two by two rib, which, mm -hmm. okay, I was ready for that. I don't love ribbing, but I was ready for it. <laughs> the pattern is ridiculously hard. It's a charted pattern that has so many different elements to it. I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is going to go on a seaman's head. Is he going to appreciate all the time and effort that goes into this hat? Really? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very complicated. And the actual pattern that comes with the kit is printed on nice paper, but the chart itself is really tiny. Oh. So I don't know if our home printer copy machine combination can make can that bigger it. or not yeah. maybe i can get mike to scan it and enlarge it somehow because there's no way that i'm going to be able to do that and remain not blind or you do the traditional ribbed seaman's hat <laughs> yeah maybe just rib the whole thing yeah. maybe that's what i'll do because i mean it would be beautiful and maybe some people would appreciate and understand what they had but it seems like 
more effort than you need for the hat, the intention of the hat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever. No. I think most knitters will understand what I'm talking about. The traditional Siemens hat, I believe, is all ribbed. ribbed. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Because I've knit several of those for different, different reasons. So that again is the Block Island Gansey hat. And it is a beautiful hat. So if you were perhaps knitting a gift for someone who appreciated such things, it would definitely be worth the time. Now, speaking of North Light Fibers, which I'm knitting with now and you knit with just recently, yes. they are our sponsor for this episode. North Light Fibers is a micro yarn mill based on Block Island. They specialize in luxury yarn blends, such as their Cashmere Merino DK Weight Water Street. Designer Myrne McLean used Water Street in her recently released shawl pattern, Fletcher, in the latest Twist Collective. If you're coming to Maryland Sheep and Wool, you can see the sample in person in their booth, C9, in the main exhibition hall. They will also be featuring a limited run of a colorway that is a tribute to Prince, called Purple Rain. Last, but certainly not least, they are debuting their brand new 100% Falklands Wool Yarn Atlantic. Come see them in Maryland or visit them on the website at www dot northlightfibers.com so thank you for sponsoring north light fibers and we will be talking more about your yarn and the mill and the siemens institute on the next episode next episode and yeah. i'm really excited to see the tribute yarn to prince so am i oh my <laughs> gosh as soon as i read that blurb i went over to their website to see if it was available and i didn't see it anywhere okay. on their website yet hopefully by next episode yes we forgot to mention while we were recording that Northlight Fibers is offering all of you a 10% discount on their yarn with the code YARNIAX10, and that's capital Y on YARNIAX10, and that code is good through May 31st, so hopefully we can all get our hands on some of that Prince Tribute colorway. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I'm knitting is my Hermione's Everyday Socks, and I am using the Hermione Texture pattern and the Hermione pattern heel, but I'm using the numbers from the Skip Socks, S-K-Y-P, because I'm using Knit Picks Felici in sport weight. So the Skip pattern is written for sport weight yarn Mm. and the Hermione's is written for fingering weight yarn. So the numbers wouldn't work. They would end up far too large for my father's feet. My father's birthday is in May, so he's getting his first pair of hand knit socks. Hopefully he will like them. He's kind of finicky about things like that. So I have a feeling he'll be like, oh, thank you. That's so nice. And then for a while, he'll not wear them and think, well, that was ridiculous. Why would you knit me socks? But then once he tries them, it'll be like Mike and he will really like them. So that's what I'm hoping. And that's all I have going on right now. Yeah. Good. Little stuff. Yeah. And what have you finished since the last episode? I've finished a couple of things, actually. My first finished object was my spectrum shawl which is a two-color triangular shawl by Hohi Locatelli. Gail's knit this one previously as well and I finished this on Saturday morning of the knockers retreat and there was cheering wasn't there there? was and I think I finished it right before lunch too Mm -hmm. which was I I was going for finishing it (laughs) you know I was trying to finish it because I had something else that I wanted to cast on. And so I was really excited. I used the full skein of my gray and added in some gray leftovers that I had from another project that were actually a perfect match. 
and the pink that I chose, the Garden Shop from Western Sky Knits, looked amazing. With the gray, it was a much higher contrast, if you recall. I had a bumpy start when I first started this one because I didn't like my lower contrast initial picks for the shawl. So I was much happier with the higher contrast pink and the gray. And I absolutely love the way this one turned out. I have not blocked it yet, so I haven't officially worn it. Although I have to admit to just draping it around my neck and wearing it a little bit unblocked. Oh, yeah. But it will be blocked soon, hopefully. And it's going to be really fun to wear because the colors are just bright and happy. Super pretty. The shape is fun. It's an elongated triangle with a oh, kind of a angled edge wide on one side and pointed on the other side really fun fun shape fun project i i had a good time striping those two yarns <laughs> and there were a lot of us who were were having the yarn chicken sweats for you nearing <laughs> the yeah. end because she had a very limited amount of yeah yeah backup gray yeah but it would have worked i could you know i it's one of those projects that you could have just ended and you really wouldn't have been able to tell the difference but it worked i was able to complete the whole pattern i was very happy <laughs> and it's very pretty yeah so that was my saturday morning project at the knockers retreat and on saturday afternoon i started a project called the star shower by hillary smith callis i've finally made one Yay! <laughs> i feel like everybody has made this this cowl and I have been wanting to make it for so long and I finally did. I cast it on after lunch at the retreat and that Saturday was also the same day as the start of the first series that the Golden State Warriors are playing in for the first round of the playoffs and I moved over to a table that was closer to the Wi-Fi and I was able to several of us were following on my iPad I wasn't able to watch the game but we were able to get the score and watch the play-by-play -play go by and it was significant for me because I was casting on the cowl <laughs> goes the crow yes he's not very happy either a J actually oh I yeah think. you're right that was definitely a and I was using the variegated colorway from Dragonfly Fibers that I am calling Golden State Warrior, even though on the label it is called Morning Glories because it is blue and yellow like the Golden State Warrior colors. Yep. So it was significant that I got to work on that while I was at the retreat and while I was while we were watching the score for game one and I actually thought that this cowl would be something that I would be able to work on throughout the playoffs no not quite because I've already finished it Yay! it's my second finished object so I'm really excited I have it I've actually blocked this one already so it has been worn really fun my Golden State Warrior cowl and the yarn is really quite variegated but it looked really good in that stitch pattern so it does yeah. i think and there were there are a lot of projects that people have made on ravelry that have been made in variegated yarns so 
another suggestion for that skein of variegated that you are never quite sure what to do with. It and speckled yarns too. Oh, speckled yarn. Yeah, that looks really it good looked really yarn. good with this yarn. So very, very happy. So this, it's also yarn that I bought this year at Stitches West in February. So it will be my entry into the Stitches Knit Along, which is a fun little knit along that there that is right now being hosted over in the Stitches West group on Ravelry. If you bought some yarn at Stitches, you hashtag your project with uh, Stitches K-A-L, post a photo, and there's going to be prizes every month with the goal the goal being to knit something that you purchased at Stitches every month. Yeah, they're calling it Knit Your Haul, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's going to be for all the stitches, not just Stitches right, West. Right. As each Stitches event happens this year, they will launch the Knit Along for that location's Stitches Knit Along. And so if it can be any year that you purchase right, yarn from that right. Stitches. It doesn't have to be the current exactly. year. Exactly. So if you have some yarn that you purchased at Stitches and you finished a project at some point during the year, don't forget to add your photo and the hashtag because it's an easy way to try to win a prize. <laughs> yeah. And my mint sweater that I just finished recently, that qualifies. Oh, yes. It was Stitches yarn from, I don't know, 2014 or 13 or something. And I think it was anything completed. It started in April, but there were some works in progress that qualified and my sweater qualified. So that was cool. really cool. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check that out for any of you who have attended a Stitches and have yarn from a Stitches event. Cool. So how about you? What have you finished? I finished a couple things. So I finished another Stitches Knit Along entry. I finished my unicorn poop hat. <laughs> so <laughs> unicorn poop is the name of the colorway. The yarn was Yarn Loves Amy March DK Base, which I adored. And the pattern was called Violet Waffles by Haldora J. It's a free pattern on Ravelry and it was super fun to knit and I love this hat so much. I wore it at the retreat. I was wearing it earlier today. It's the perfect squishy delightful hat in just the happiest colors ever. Nice. Yeah. Unicorn nice. poop. I highly <laughs> recommend it. At the retreat I also knit an entire hat on Saturday. I knit one of the I Was a Teenage Mutant hats by Alex Tinsley and I've talked about these more than once on the podcast because I really enjoy knitting them and knit a whole one on Saturday. Nice. So yeah and that was for okay so here's the coolest thing about it. I was knitting this hat for Stash and Burns Keep It Small Cow because April is for moms and babes and this was for a child size head. Nicole and Jenny from Stash and Burn were at the retreat. They were sitting at my table when I finished <laughs> the hat. It was the coolest thing. It's like, I just finished this hat for the podcasters who are hosting the knit along. I had like a little fangirl moment because <laughs> I just think Jenny and Nicole are the coolest people. So that was fun. <laughs> I also finished my chromaticity cowl, which is a pattern by Miriam Felton. And I, that actually worked for the Stitches Knit Along too, because it was, Dragonfly Fibers Dragon Sock in Silver Fox, which is a light gray. And then the polka dots I knit with Pigeon Roof Studios has gradient sets. This one was their American Sock Base, and the colorway name for the gradient set is Dirty Rainbow. So all the colors of the rainbow, but slightly 
like almost like they had a black over dye. I don't know that that's how she did it or not, but that's how I think of it. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting. A lot of people at the retreat, I was knitting this quite a bit at the retreat and several people said, wow, Gail, those really aren't your colors because they're (laughs) really not, but it's beautiful. The end cow is. is so pretty. I'm super happy with how it turned out. I can't wait to wear it. And Max actually had it on yesterday. It was pretty funny. And I'm looking forward to having pictures of that out for all of you to see because super fun mini skein sets that Krista from Pigeon Roo Studios does. She does you know, gradients in regular colors and the Dirty Rainbow set, which there is enough for me to now knit squares in my sock blanket oh. left over of each of those colors. Nice. Keep in mind, my squares are small. I'm using less than five grams per square, but that's pretty cool. I knit a whole cowl yeah. and I have enough left over to do some squares in my blanket. I still haven't figured out what to do with my set. I'm still looking. Yep. There will be something that yes. sings to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was the chromaticity cowl. And I stocked, cast on, and finished something since we last recorded. Hohila Catelli released a new shawl on her birthday, which was in April, called Pure Joy. And you know how you have those moments where you just have the trifecta of pattern, yarn, mm-hmm. and time. And it yep. happened. I was holding a skein of candy skein, yummy fingering in her strawberry shortcake colorway, which was her February colorway, which is the most gorgeous light background with slight very very slight taupe maybe color in it and light pink with tiny splashes of darker pink and I brought that over to Charlene's and I said I really want to knit pure joy with this but I don't know what color to put with it I really wanted a light pink but I don't have a light pink in my stash that's applied fingering I really wanted them both to be applied yarns and she said you know what I think that these dark pink speckles are a lot like Pop Rocks, Madeline Tosh Pop Rocks. And I have a stain of that in my stash. So I think I cast on that same exact day. I think you did. Oh, it's so much fun, you guys. The shawl is a pure joy to knit. I mean, she really named it well. It's so simple. It is striped with eyelets. So the stripe row of the contrast yarn, which was my Pop Rocks, is an eyelet row. The increases are super, super simple to do, and I love the look it gives on the edge of the shawl. And you do all the main color, which was strawberry shortcake for me, with occasional eyelet rows, and it's all knit with short rows, so it's a big, each stripe is a wedge. The short rows, you don't have to pick up your wrap and turns, so it's very, very simple. Any beginner knitter could knit the shawl. And then at the bottom, you have the contrast color as the bottom. Now, the only thing I would caution you about, and he puts this right up front in the pattern and on the pattern page, the main color, you need more than 400 yards. Oh, okay. I did so not swatch. Skin. Exactly. I did not swatch. I think she calls for like a 437 yard skein, I think is what she used. She mm-hmm. used an Argentinian, Argentinian dyer's yarn. Okay. And it's very pretty. So I think it was about 440 yards. Well, my skein of candy skein was 467 and I ran out of yarn. And again, Mm. I did not swatch. And I know that my gauge is bigger than the pattern gauge. So I knew going into it that I would probably run out of yarn, but I was very easily able to change 
the shaping of the last wedge by changing the number of short row mm -hmm. when you wrap and turn. So I planned for it. I was able to deal with Good. it. And then I almost ran out of Pop Rocks too, because again, my gauge was larger. I wow. had a 400 yard skein of Pop Rocks and I have a very small amount left over. So weigh your yarn, gauge swatch if you only have a limited amount of your yarn so that you don't run out, but such a fun knit and it's beautiful. It is so pretty. I've already blocked it. Yeah, I um, think I want to make that one you've too. You've got to. I, I'm... I was telling Gail that I want to cast on all the shawls. Mm -hmm. I have shawl fever right I now. I do too. Yeah, I totally <laughs> it's that do. time of year yeah. because it's too warm for garments. Yep. And yeah, if you have an urge to knit a shawl, I was totally monogamous with the shawl and it didn't take me that long to do. And, you no. know, it's like an 800 yard shawl. So yeah. it just flew off the needles. It was nice. so much fun and it's so pretty. I'm trying to get Josie to take finished object pictures for me today. So we may have some pretty pictures up there for you to see but beautiful i can't recommend candy skeins yummy series enough it was so nice to knit it's such a soft yarn it's 75 percent merino 25 percent nylon and i have never felt a softer nylon blend ever mm. i mean i would never have guessed there was nylon in the yarn really? if i hadn't read it yeah it's a really, really nice base, nice. Tammy. Very well done. Yes. <laughs> so that's what I finished again. That was Pure Joy by Hohi Locatelli. Yay. And we have a review to do this episode. Yeah, we wanted to talk about the Masterpiece Knits from Dragonfly Fibers, subtitled The Modern Collection. And Dragonfly Fibers, they worked with different designers to create the designs in the book, but they dyed all of the yarn and all of it was inspired by modern works of art, as the name implies. And can I just say the coolest thing about this whole review and book for me was going out and looking at the artwork that yeah. inspired the colorways and inspired the garments. And oh my gosh, amazing. I'm not normally a big art person because nobody in my family will go to museums with me. So I don't really have very many people to go with, but I love it. It makes me so happy. So seeing all of the inspirational works was really cool. And surprisingly, two of the designers picked the same painting. I don't know if that was driven by the yarn choice or they just had the same inspiration, but hmm. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, yeah. So I do come from an art family <laughs> you do and so we're yeah we're always surrounded by artwork and talking about artists and their what they produce and that sort of thing and so it was really fun for me to just to like gail said to go out and see the works and see what people do from the original piece. That's always very interesting to me. I loved the colorways that came out of it. And then, I mean, there, it's it's kind of like there were two things that came out of it. Yes. First, the yarn and the color. And then the designer took the yarn and the color and created something of their own. So there's actually a quote I wanted to read from oh, the book ahead. about it. She asked, could we create an entire collection of art turned yarn turned wearable art that's right yes. that's exactly what they did <laughs> yes <laughs> and they really did i don't have a listing of all of the 
like how many garments did you there are a lot though there are at least two sweaters and a tunic at least two sweaters there were at least one shawl at least one cowl a couple hats at least three hats and some mitts some mitts and i'm sure i'm forgetting something i didn't write them down but i can picture all of those yeah exactly so it's a very comprehensive collection yeah so gail and i both really like the shawl called fractal poppies and this one is inspired by georgia o'keefe's oriental poppies painting and both the color and the shape of the shawl are works of art as (laughs) as we were saying because the color of the yarn reminiscent of the painting is just beautiful absolutely glowing with the colors of the poppies and then the shape of the shawl is unique really unique which is why i'm I'm interested in making it (laughs) they called it amorphous yeah which is appropriate yeah very much so and i forgot to mention that we saw all of these samples knit up at stitches oh that's right so we've seen them all in person yeah. So we know that that yarn is amazing because we both stood there and stared at it. Yeah. And actually the yarn that I was talking about that I used for my star shower cowl is actually one of the modern collection colorways. It is the colorway that was used for a scarf called Morning at the Tate. And if you look at that on Ravelry, you'll see that the the scarf is that has the main color that's the variegated blue and yellow and there's a little bit of gray in there and then they were selling it as a kit for the scarf and then there was also some solid colors in there the the yellow and the gray i don't remember if there was solid blue or not yeah, i don't remember I can't tell I think it was just three colors so i think it was just the variegated the yellow and the gray but really fun yeah really fun <laughs> the well, scarf is very cool very golden state warriors as well yeah. <laughs> i think all of the garments were so unique there was at least one thing about each of them that was very unique that may or may not have been reminiscent of the artwork from which it was inspired but one of my favorites was called a golden landscape and they were a set of mitts and a hat. And the colorway is called Tree of Life. And it's from the Tree of Life painting by Gustav Klimt. And it has the coolest raised tree motif mm-hmm. on the hat and the gloves. And it doesn't look exactly, of course, like the painting. But wow, it was so cool. <laughs> so cool. So there was a sweater that we saw there, the cardigan is called the laundress Mm -hmm. and i remember i did try this one on i couldn't wear it for long because it was too warm but (laughs) i tried this one on when we were there the thing that i really liked and that is striking about this garment is just the way the colors flow on the garment Mm -hmm. because for the sleeves and the shoulder they almost but not quite, almost stripe a little bit. It's kind of like an animal stripe look. It is. Yeah. And then when the stitch pattern changes for the ribbing in the front, it almost 
it just pulls a little bit differently. And it looks completely it different it looks from completely the rest of the sweater. completely different. So if you've ever wondered how you can use a stitch pattern to change how a variegated yarn looks, look at the pattern called the lawn dress. It's, it's a sweater, it's a cardigan actually by Fatima Hines. And you can visibly see the difference between the the pooling look of the stitch pattern and then in stockinette how it stripes a little bit it's really cool it is really cool it is really cool and actually my favorite you had mentioned the hat that you liked my favorite hat is the hat that goes along with this sweater it's called the laundress hat it's by erica flory and it's a slightly slouched hat worked seamlessly in stockinette with a band of spiral rib that travels from the very bottom to the very top that was one and of it's my a cute yeah, yeah it's a cute little hat it looks simple the colors are attractive and i want to make one of those it's knit in a dk their dk weight yarn and it's inspired by the painting the laundress by henry de toulouse lautrec yeah so very cool and it's the like i said my favorite thing about the book was looking at the artwork that inspired it mm -hmm. and then comparing that like to the colorways Oh my gosh, did they completely nail every single painting with the yeah, colorway? It's fun, stunning. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what most of these works of art were. And when I went and looked at them, it's like, well, obviously that's where this inspiration <laughs> for the yarn came from. It's, you, how could you not know that if you knew what the painting was? So that was super cool. I also like the laundress hat and the fractal poppies was on my favorite list as well. So Another one cool. that I liked is called Sheaves. It's by Barbara Benson. And let's see, they say somewhere between an oversized cowl and a demure cape, <laughs> this piece is designed to sit neatly on your shoulders to provide easy wear warmth. So the wearing of this piece somewhat reminds me of the star shower. Yeah, it star does. Star shower. Yeah. Because you could wear it up around your neck like a cow or pull it down around your shoulders. The hybrid look. Yes. And one of the things that really surprised me about this piece is that the yarn is very variegated mm -hmm. very variegated and the piece has lace and cabling and it looks really beautiful i like how the, rib, the cables especially look <laughs> yeah that yarn it looks, looks really pretty. really beautiful because most of us the first thing we say when we see a highly variegated yarn is oh you have to do stockinette or you have to do something without simple cables mm -hmm. or without lace because it will get lost and i'm not sure why but something about this works really beautifully and maybe it's because the yarn is just so gorgeous it's really really pretty i don't know but it i it, it's an unusual combination that works for me one of the fun things about this piece is that they have i don't know it's it's just in the pattern notes so it's not extra instructions necessarily but they just give you clues about how to make a more drapey cowl, which I would always oh, like. Yeah. So you can make, if you pull the piece down around your shoulders and still want a bit of a drapey cowl to keep your neck warm as well, there's a little bit, some, some hints about how to keep that going and make that a, a little bit more cowl-like. But I just thought that was a fun piece and it, really seems to break a lot of rules it does we it's a good way to describe it as yeah that we as knitters 
often impose on ourselves and obviously not necessarily always true. And that's also going along with your statement earlier about a good way to see how yarn looks in different stitches. The stockinette top of that cowl compared yeah. to the other stitches yeah. used in the lace work yeah, and cable that's work, a very good extremely point. different look to the yarn. Yeah, very different. And you know, you could probably see that in several of these pieces if you if you look closely the tunic the sugar shack called sugar shack tunic has so the the stitch count obviously for the body is going to be much larger than the stitch count for the sleeves so the way the yarn pulls on the body of the pullover sweater is very very different from the way it pulls and looks on the sleeves where you have these tiny little bits of color not not quite stripes but just tiny little bits of color and then like on the a sock yes and then on the body of the sweater you get definite pooling very beautiful pooling yeah and her <laughs> description of how that relates back to the painting it's extremely appropriate mm -hmm. yeah Really interesting, very interesting use of color and really an inspiration. I think the inspiration for this book was very cool. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, it's and there really are socks fun. in the, there, there are, are two socks. pairs of socks. Several, Forgot to mention yes, that. Several pairs of socks. So one of the really cool things was that we were in Kate's booth at Stitches West and she had the proof of the book there mm -hmm. at the time, but she didn't have the actual printed copies available yet. They were still at the printers. And she was so excited. And of yeah. course, you have to expect to be excited. But just seeing her joy and exuberance over the book really just was really neat to then be able to see the book and review it and it having seen the yarns yeah. in person and how beautiful they are. And it just made the book even that much cooler to me that much more special i agree so I, I completely agree just seeing her happiness and joy yeah over the yarns and seeing people grabbing up the yarns and purchasing them i think almost i think by the end of the weekend almost every skein of the morning glories was, was purchased mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so it was a popular popular item and we're super happy to tell you that we have a giveaway for the book so Dragonfly Fibers was so generous. They are not only going to give away a copy of Masterpiece Knits, the modern collection, they're also giving away the yarn to knit the Fractal Poppies Shawl by Toby Roxanne Barna. So we will open a thread in our Ravelry group and have a prompt related to the book and or the yarn. And just answer the prompt if you would like to win a copy of the book and the beautiful lace weight yarn to knit Fractal Poppies which like we said is stunning in yeah, person absolutely stunning fun shawl to knit yeah that was masterpiece knits the modern collection we hope that you check it out of course you can see the patterns on ravelry but uh definitely if you're into art check out that book yeah. i think that's it for this episode i think it is so thank you so much for listening as always we just love all of you guys and all of the chatter in the group and on instagram and everywhere else that we get to interact with you it's just fabulous it is <laughs> so happy knitting and we will be back in two weeks okay happy knitting Bye 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 you can find our podcast on itunes at yarniacs podcast 
visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniax or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.